Hey, this is Jessica Parker Kennedy from The Flash, and you are listening to The Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to another episode of The Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, Blue. Yo, Adrian. I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more from deep inside the man cave. Your host, Elias. Jessica, welcome to the cave. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks for coming back on the show as well. Oh, it's my pleasure. How are things with you? What's new with you? Um, Nothing. I'm just uh, back in Los Angeles, very happily so. We were shooting flat, the Flash in Vancouver for 10 months, so in, it's just really nice to be back home in L.A. and relaxing a little bit. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so, yeah, the... We'll talk about season five. It just ended a few weeks ago. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? And uh, let me tell you, the ending was uh, we. As a Flash fan, we weren't happy. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it was. Um, I kind of wanted something tragic to happen because that's the sort of that's sort of what I like when I watch television. And I thought, oh my gosh, I hope something kind of like horrendous happens. I thought it was really sad, but I thought it was really beautiful and gut wrenching all at the same time, which I think makes for really good television. <laughs> so I'm really happy with the ending, um, and uh, it was nice. Like I've been getting a lot of messages from fans saying like. Thank you so much for a great season. You're awesome. And, you know, I've just had a tremendous amount of positive feedback. I mean, people are sad that I'm gone, but, but you know, very complimentary. So That's it's been great. really nice. What what has been the best reaction that you've had from a fan that you interacted with? Um, I mean, you know, I just, I like reading the messages from people, uh, kind of on my, on my DMs, on my Instagram and, um, you know, everybody's been, been, been re- really sweet. I don't really have a particular favorite one. Everyone's just been, been very cool about it. Right. So what, uh, during, uh, during the season, what was your favorite episode that you were in? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I loved shooting, I, I would say two episodes. Um, ironically, they're both ones that cast directed. I loved the 100th episode, which uh, Tom Cavanaugh got to direct, which was really, really fun. I never guessed in a million years that I would get to have be like such a big part of the 100th episode. Um, I sort of thought they were going to be like, hey, Jess, here's an up off because we got to, you know, feature everyone else. Um but I got really lucky and got to be a huge part of it. So that was really, really fun. And then the episode, which was very much Nora's origin story that was directed by Danielle Panabaker, was also um, just really fun for me because I got to, you know, show everybody what the history of, a little bit of what the history of, well, it's not technically the history, it's more like the future of Nora yeah. is, but how, you know, um, sort of what, what, what hap- you know, what it originally was supposed to happen to her in the future, you know, so that was cool. So, so you played Nora West Allen Excess. How would you describe her? Um, I think she's very, you know, I think she kind of had a really nice arc this season. I think at the beginning, um, you know, she's sort of very childlike. I mean, I think she's always childlike. She's childlike. She's whimsical. Um, you know, she's a kid that really, really wants to impress her dad more than anything else in the world, which I think is um, incredibly sweet. You know, she just uh, rushes into things and... Because she wants to, you know, she doesn't, she's, Nora's never been interested in, like, doing the work to get good. She just wants to be good. 
And I think it takes her because she didn't think her dad had to work to be good. And then, you know, after a while, she understands that, like, no, he did. You know, he was totally klutzy and horrendous at the beginning like she is. And, um, yeah, I think I think the best way to describe her is just like an interesting combination between adulthood and childlikeness. Okay, so how did you prepare to play the role this season? Um, you know, I didn't really, I mean, I, I always find, you know, prep is a really personal thing and I didn't feel like with this character, I particularly had to do a lot because at the end of the day, she's an amalgamation of a couple of characters and, um, I didn't want to overstudy, you know, any of those characters. It's just, she's, she's excess, but she's like her own version of excess, you know? So, um, I, I just wanted to make sure that she had a nice balance of both of her parents. And I feel like the writing really complemented that. So um, the majority of, you know, my prep had to do really just in the way that I decided to memorize the lines and deliver them at the end of the day, you know, yeah. um, which was a really, really fun process for me every single episode. So uh, how comfortable was it to wear the speed costume? Uh, it's pretty comfortable. I mean, you know, that, that show's got a little bit of money, so they, uh, they, they definitely make every costume to fit you. They measure you and they build everything on a, um, you know, uh, a model that's kind of very similar to your body type. So that's really cool. So it fits perfectly. I mean, the hardest thing was we did a lot of night shoots and it rains a lot in Vancouver. Um, so we were wet a lot and kind of wearing wet leather is not a comfortable thing at all because it takes forever to dry. And even when it wasn't really raining, the the set deck, the, the directors always really liked, I guess I should say the producers always really liked the way it looks when the ground is wet. So they were constantly wetting down the cement ground in Vancouver in the middle of the night for us to like lay on because we were always laying on the ground after, you know, getting beaten up. Um, and so, yeah, I would say when... I was dry, everything was okay, but when my costume was wet, it was pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. So your two-part question, one was, uh, how was the experience working with the cast of Flash, and how long did it take you to get comfortable with them? Um, well, I was really nervous going in, you know, because they are a real family, because they've been working together for, you know, four whole seasons already, so I was pretty scared going into that, that I, you know, wouldn't be accepted or wouldn't fit in with them, but they were all incredibly welcoming and um you know we're like if you need anything if you want to talk about anything we're here for you you know and that was literally every single person on the cast so i very quickly felt um very very welcomed it was a really warm environment to come into and i'm very thankful for that so in this past season you had experience where you had to do like a balance the child parent dynamic while you're the same age as Mm -hmm. your parents you were the same age as your parents how did that work yeah, it's strange. I mean, I, I, I was wondering myself how that was going to go. But I think because mom and dad know that I'm their kid, you know, quite it was weird at first for everybody, for all of us. But then they quickly become they, they really they, they fall into the role of parents so easily, um, you know, because of the way the show is written. So it was it, it worked really well. I ended up feeling all the time like I was their kid and they ended up feeling like they were my parents, you know, because they had to reprimand me so much, you know, and I felt like this is ridiculous. I'm an adult, you know, and I can do this. So uh, it, it worked. The dy- I thought the dynamic worked really well. I mean, there were so many times where there, I got in trouble, you know, and I behaved like a kind of ridiculous teenager. Yeah. How did it feel when he had to lock you up in the chamber when he found out you were working with Thawne? 
how did it, sorry, can you say that one again? So how did it make you feel in that, ep- I forgot what episode it was near the end where Flash... Oh, yeah, when you locked me up in the pipeline. Yes, yes. Yeah, it, it, that, that was, you know, that was uh, a really hard episode. Grant uh, Gustin is a really good actor, so he, and he's really, really good at playing angry and playing hurt. And so whenever something like that had happened in the past, you know, he always like got me, you know, I was always like, Oh my God, this is so intense. And that was the most intense scene we had had together. You know I mean? He was just so devastated and disappointed and angry and hurt and confused. And he played that all so well. And in such a real way when I was there with him on set that it was really difficult, you know? Um, yeah. When he looks at you with those disappointed eyes, you, you feel like you've ruined everything. It's an awful feeling. So I guess it's it's great yeah. <laughs> because it's awful. So this season, you know, you had a obviously you had a huge part in it. Who was like your favorite villain this year? Mm, good question. Um, that is a really good question. I really I really liked the um, uh, the King Shark and Grodd episode. Okay. Uh, even though King Shark at the end of the day becomes like. Uh, becomes a you know a good guy basically um just because it was so so absurd and ridiculous and they weren't really there for us to act against them and just the idea of a giant shark and giant gorilla fighting each other is pretty hilarious and wonderful so for me that was a really 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 fun episode how good was uh chris klein this year doing uh playing that part also uh, Chris Lyne's one of my favorite people I've ever worked with. He's such a, a sweet, genuine, lovely, cool guy. And he's so incredibly inclusive and a hard worker. And he cares so much about, you know, every job he gets. And um, it was just a pleasure having him. He was great at the part. And he's a great person. Um, I really only have the most positive things to say about him. Yeah. So what was, the sh- what was it like shooting the seeds with Tom Cavanaugh as Sherlock and then Tom Cavanaugh as Thawne? Yeah, he's amazing. I mean, Tom switches back and forth incredibly easily. What What's most fun is when Tom was directing and he was playing multiple characters and how quickly he can go from director to Tom to both other uh, characters on the show. He just goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth it, 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 seamlessly. So he's quite, um, he's a bit of a genius. So it's really fun watching him do what he does. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's great. And that accent he does for Sherlock was, was fantastic. Hilarious. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> Now, is there any actors in the Arrowverse that you would have loved to you would have loved to work with that you didn't get a chance to? Oh man, um, yeah, I don't know. I love I love everybody in the Arrowverse. It would have been really fun. I mean, I was sort of really excited to do the crossover this year, um, and you know, potentially work with Supergirl, and that didn't happen, and I was really sad. But yeah. um, it was also like I got to take a nice little break, so that was good too. So I don't know. I feel like everyone is so awesome at their at their jobs. Like everyone's been cast so well. So um, yeah, I don't know just about anybody. So we all know what happened to Nora. Did you know ahead of time what was going to happen to her? Um, yeah, I knew. I didn't specifically know exactly what the ending was going to be. Um, but I knew when I started, there was going to be a, a distinct beginning, middle and end for Nora, because I knew I wasn't staying on for longer than a season. Um, but I didn't know specifically what was going to happen to her. I knew a lot of it, but I didn't know the very, very, very end. 
Uh, describe the scene that you're in when you were actually in the future talking to Thon, like the, that one-on-one thing, and then you found out what his purpose was. Yeah, those scenes were actually really annoying to shoot because we had plexiglass between us, and neither of us could barely hear each other. Really? So it was a lot of kind of mouth. Yeah, it was a lot of we could hear each other, but not very well, you know. And um, Don, you know, in those scenes, spoke with like that really, really quiet voice. So um, it was a lot of lip reading on both of our parts, and you know, in the middle of rehearsals, going, "What? Wait, what? Wait, what? Where are we? What? 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 So they're actually technically really difficult to shoot. So I actually kind of hated those days, but I also loved those days because I was with Tom all day and um, he's really brilliant. And that dynamic between the two of them, I think it's really interesting and really fun and really scary. Now have the writers, I don't mean, I don't know if you can even say it. Have the writers mentioned anything for you to possibly come back for episodes or a few episodes or as a different character? I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I certainly haven't heard anything yet, but I would definitely be down to, to to come back if there was a way I could yeah. come back. I mean, I don't necessarily see how that's possible, you know, <laughs> but um, if there was a, I mean, the flash is a, in a lot of ways, a bit of a, a soap opera. I mean, it's all magical and superheroes. I guess you never know. Um, but no, I certainly haven't been approached about coming back. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about the scene at the end of the flash, like right before you, like you disappeared. Yeah, we, you know, we were shooting that at four o'clock in the morning and we shot that whole scene for that whole sequence basically for, for two days out there. And um, it was sad, you know, it was because it was the last couple of days of shooting for us. I don't know if, um, you know, I don't know if our, our, they had scheduled it like that on purpose so that the last day would be me disappearing, which was also our last day on set. But I think because it was, it, it worked really well. It was an emotional night for me because I knew it would be my, my last night on the flash. And at the same time we were doing all that stuff, but at the same time, five o'clock in the morning and we were all exhausted. So it's, yeah. it's such a, you know, filming the flash is sort of this strange, wonderful, wacky experience. Hmm. What has it been like to experience the flash yeah. fandom with the fans? Um, I was quite nervous because there was this, uh, <laughs> silly reporter when I was at Comic-Con with them this year that was like, are you ready for the scrutiny? Have you prepared yourself for the scrutiny? And I was like, what? Um, you know, cause I know Comic-Con, uh, Comic-Con, comic book fans are very intense and uh, devoted to their characters and they're incredibly knowledgeable about, about the comics and what's gone on. And I knew cause this character is kind of a mix of a couple of characters. I was a little bit scared and intimidated of them. I just, you know, at the end of the day, I want to make the fans happy. Uh, and, uh, when you're doing, when you're doing this kind of role in this kind of project, the goal, in my opinion, is to make fans happy. So I, uh, I was nervous, but everyone for the most part has been really nice. I only got one DM from somebody that said, I'm glad you're not going to be on the show anymore. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> sucks. I know. No, but it's really funny. I mean, that, that kind of stuff makes me laugh. I, I usually assume it's like, you know, younger people, or at least that's what I tell myself. I'm like, oh, some 12 year olds said that. Yeah. So it's okay. It just makes <laughs> me laugh. But um, I've, uh, I've had, a, yeah, I, everyone's been incredibly supportive and incredibly kind. And I have felt very, very welcomed by the fans into the world. So I, uh, I guess, again, I guess, I guess maybe I did, did okay. If they're happy, I'm happy, you know? There you go. Now, um, like, what's the most exciting story that, you can share with us that happened on set uh probably the day that tom cavanaugh bought a uh, brought a ball to set like a, like he's the five-year-old he brought a ball to set and in the middle of takes tom was basically tom and grant were off set uh 
they, they, like we were all a part of a really big scene that was happening uh, in the cortex. And once Tom and Grant finished their part, Tom would grab this red ball and behind the scenes, he would throw this ball at Grant. But Grant didn't want to catch the ball because he knew it was going to make noise. Uh, well, he knew it would make noise if he dropped the ball. So every time Tom would throw this ball, Grant would panic because he'd have to catch the ball because if he didn't catch the ball, it would make noise and the take would be ruined. So, um, And I just remember standing backstage with them while the scene was still going on, going, what is this? Are the, is this happening? Is Tom Cavanaugh our most adult person on set actually the most, you know, actually like doing this right now? So that was really funny. Like Tom is just a, a total jokester and goofball and he's constantly causing fun trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. So now that this chapter is over, what's uh, what's next? Like, uh, do you have a, a certain character that you hope to play someday? And uh, who do you want to work with? Oh, I want to work with everybody. I mean, there I I have so many. I'm a huge fan of so many different actors, and um, I want to do so many different genres. Um, you know, there's nothing really specific. I like playing characters that are really flawed. I mean, I think because I've played such a bubbly, fun kind of lighthearted character, it'd be nice to do something really dramatic after this. Um, but uh, yeah, I, you know, at the end of the day, I'm 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 without a job now, so I guess I'll take just about whatever job comes comes my way. Okay. <laughs> So now that it, now that you have downtime, what's your for right now? I know obviously you said you're gonna go do some jobs and everything, but like, what are your summer plans? Uh, what are my summer plans? Yeah, is is that what you asked? What my summer plans were? Yeah. Uh, I uh, plan on uh, laying very low and spending a lot of time with my dog because, like I said, we shot in Vancouver, so for ten months I was away from you know I was away from my dog and my home for a very long time, so. Um, I'm just going to chill with her and snuggle her and catch up on a lot of Netflix. And be, our, uh, Los Angeles is awesome for hiking. So uh, after I talk to you, I'm going to go on a big hike with a friend of mine. And yeah, just lay low for a while. <laughs> there you go. So uh, what do you nerd out about? Is there any uh, fun stuff? Um, I guess like I feel like, you know, every interview people ask me that and I always say Buffy. I'm a pretty big Buffy fan and I've met Sarah Michelle Gellar and um I've yeah, that's like my biggest those are my biggest freak outs. I nerd out about Buffy and I nerd out about Queer Eye, um, the reality show on Netflix. I'm obsessed with the first three seasons of Queer Eye, the new one. Um so I would say those are the two things I'm currently geeking out on. <laughs> and you mentioned uh, you know, Netflix and everything. What's the next show you're gonna binge on? Mm, right now I'm in the middle of watching Catch twenty two um i want to watch chernobyl uh what else is there that i have been watching oh i've been watching the office because i've never seen the office beginning to end which is a long commitment so i'm on season four right now so uh, i have a lot of a lot of work to do that's interesting all right um lastly um how can the fans uh find you on social media yeah, you can find me on Instagram, which I'm just starting to get back into. I'm maybe the world's worst Instagrammer. Um, that's J Parker K3, which I really need to change to Jessica Parker Kennedy. But because I'm the world's worst Instagrammer, I don't know how to do that. So I guess I need to contact the powers that be to make that happen. Um, and then on Twitter, I'm just J Parker K. Um, but I don't really tweet very often. So Instagram is the best way to see what I'm up to and um, and uh yeah, get a hold of me. All right. I want to thank you for coming on. And, uh, you know, I hope we uh, see you again next year on The Flash. 
Yeah, I hope there's some magical way that I can come back. That would be the coolest thing ever. I would love that. <laughs> Thank you.